Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Hi, everybody. So, I've been doing some thinking and reflecting since we just had the 4th of July, which was wonderful. Um, was thinking about how to explain to my kids what freedom is and independence and America's birthday and all that jazz. And trying to keep it semi-apolitical, but also um, informed. And I feel like that's kind of been part of the way that I try to think about parenting is presenting as much information as possible that is like age appropriate, and then kind of letting them come to their own conclusions. Um, and that probably, <laughs> I don't know what that sounds like, but that's okay. Um, they are five, four, and two. So at this point, we're, it's pretty minimal. So one of the questions that our oldest son had was, why is America's birthday 1776 when there are people that lived here before that? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like, how much detail do we go into when having this conversation with our son? So let me back up and tell you another story real quick as well. We were standing in line at Starbucks, like every good family, and Isaac, who is five and a half, he taught himself to read this year. And the the obviously what's wonderful about that is he can entertain himself in more than one way besides Legos. But specifically with this idea of him reading, we're standing in line, and you know how like they have all the newspapers set up in line at Starbucks? Well, Isaac read a title on one of, or what headline, and I didn't know this, okay? So we get home that night and putting him to bed, and he said, Mom... Um, why are families being separated at the border? <laughs> I'm like, um, hi, who have you been talking to? <laughs> so he told me that when he was standing in line at Starbucks, he was reading the newspaper. And it launched us into a pretty significant conversation. I'm not saying that I recommend this in regards to like parenting styles or how much information we give our children, but... I try to kind of weigh out um, how much information is appropriate to give each kiddo and then kind of trust that they're going to make sense of it in the way that they can given the age that they're at. So when he asked me that question, I felt like I owed him an honest answer. I didn't want to sugarcoat it or tell him that, oh, don't worry about that. That stuff's for adults. Um, He has such an inquiring mind and wants to like conceptualize some of these things. I also really believe in allowing my kids to take part in something that's bigger than them, especially when it comes to social justice and being aware of people that are marginalized. So I answered him. I let him know that what was happening is that there were families that were being separated at the border um, and that the kids were in one spot and the parents were in another spot and a little spiel on immigration and what that meant. And um, I look over at him and he just has these big fat tears rolling down his face. Makes me emotional even thinking about it. But he 
was like weeping, just like just huge tears, just so upset for the fact that um, mommies and daddies weren't going to be with their kids. It struck me to watch such a young, like pure heart respond in this way, right? Like as much as a five-year-old could understand about what's going on internationally, he knew on some core level that mommies and daddies are supposed to be together with their families. So I just told him that that that's okay to cry, that that's probably a super appropriate place for us to start, to just feel, to grieve, to mourn, to respond, right, in some way, to not just change the channel or keep on scrolling or um, look the other way, but to just feel it out. So then he asked, um, Mommy, can we pray for those families? <laughs> yes, of course, Isaac, let's pray for those families. And so we prayed, and then he said, um, Mom, I think we need to do something. And I was sitting there like, gosh, look at this young guy. Like, he's figured out this response to a problem that's bigger than himself in a way that like most adults struggle, right? Like I think a lot of the times when we face something that's uncomfortable for us, like maybe even you listening to this right now, like, oh my God, one more thing about the border or one more thing about that. But it's it's because we can be inconvenienced by truths that feel too big for us. And so then it's easier for us just to pass it and keep on going. Um, but for this, my son... This problem is literally too large for him, but he didn't want to keep on scrolling and go to bedtime stories and do something else. He really wanted to sit with this problem. So I guess ultimately what I was taking away from that time with Isaac was actually a pretty sweet model for how to approach things that one, feel too large for us, and two, maybe how to approach issues um, of social justice or of politics that feel uh, confusing or murky um, or evil, or or big, right? So here's what I saw when I broke it down. One, ask questions. Ask questions. Find out what is really going on. What is happening at the border? Where does it stem from? What's been, what's the story behind the story? What's been happening? Or on or on a very surface level, can we just look and see what is what is happening? Who can you ask? Do you have people in your life that are informed? Um, what do your news sources look like besides Facebook? <laughs> Um, but the first response is ask questions. The second response is grieve, feel. In this case, it was grief. Maybe in some other cases, it'll be to rejoice. But feel. Allow yourself to respond to what's happening. When we start shutting down the way that we feel as people and only intellectualize this, these things, that's when we start to become like, we dehumanize the problem. Right, because if we only look at the problem of immigration from a like from an from an impact, a fiscal impact, we're really losing the human story and human suffering of families not being able to be with each other. Right? Like do you can you see the difference? Be sure not to lose your heart when you are thinking about what is going on in our world today. Make room for your feelings. See what you feel. You might feel numb or paralyzed or overwhelmed. You might feel guilty. You might feel embarrassed. You might, you, who knows what you're going to feel, but you want to be in touch with it, right? Allow your heart to lead in some of these spaces. The third thing that we came to was to pray. 
and whatever format or form that takes for you, it's to reach out to something that is bigger than you. Because I'm telling you that the, the idea of of this kind of problem is way too big for us to hold by ourselves. And so for us, that was prayer. It was, oh man, I just want to reach out to God. I just want to say, Lord, please, please help the situation or show us how to help the situation or or at least to seek some form of comfort in the form of um, a being that we know is is good. So pray or prayer, whatever format that looks like for you. And the last thing is do something, <laughs> get into action. What we did the next day is we wrote letters. It was a simple way because I want to incorporate our kids in it. It's not just something that we're doing on our own, but what is what kind of action would feel socially responsible for you? Or what kind of action would make you feel like you're making a step somewhere? Is it to do more research? Is it to ask those questions? Uh, is it to sell lemonade and send money down? What, what is it? Is it to... Um, to get into a like discussion group with people so you can be more be more aware of what's happening regardless of the situation it's probably not going to be immigration forever but what is the thing that would be beneficial for you to do so that you got you can unstick yourself from that paralyzed flooded feeling of there's no way that I as one person can solve that issue right so ask questions feel pray and do something there is an inherent sense of responsibility that comes from freedom, right? Like the idea that we can even have the choice to not deal with it, like shows how much like privilege and power we have to choose to turn away. That's not everyone's reality. Like not everybody gets to stop feeling that or stop dealing with that or stop looking at that. And so because we do, we get to make the choice to push back into a system that needs thinking, caring, informed people that are willing to act. I was reading a book by Toni Morrison this week, and one of the things that she says is, the function of freedom is to free someone else. The function of freedom is to free someone else. There is something powerful about what she is saying here, obviously, but as, as Americans, as people that are, we're just celebrating freedom on this level, right? Like to think about the level of freedom that we have, the function of it, like the way that freedom expresses itself is to continue to offer freedom to someone else. My encouragement and challenge to you this week is this. Don't keep moving on. Like even when you're done listening to this today, don't don't just go back to what you were previously doing. Take a moment to sit in an uncomfortable place. Take a moment to feel challenged or inconvenienced um, or uncomfortable by this issue. Ask questions. Feel something. Pray. Act. Right? Like there's so many resources at our fingertips in regards to how we can be involved in things that our country is facing or that human beings are facing on a real practical level. Write something, think something, talk to other people in, in, with like intelligent, informed conversation, people that disagree with you and people that agree with you, whatever it is. Don't let discomfort be something that keeps things right where they're at. 
like what whatever it is like that your responsive feeling is to this you're already free so be responsible with that freedom share it right like you're not going to be less free by taking a stand on this issue like your freedom isn't in question I just hope that today there is something that sparks in you that makes you want to sit down, think a little longer, feel a little harder, and get into some action. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thanks for listening. To connect with me, suggest a topic for the show, or ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered, email me at elise at trailercast.com, E-L-Y-S-E at trailercast.com. You can also see more on the TrailerCast website or follow me on Instagram at TrailerCast, where you can watch the renovation of my vintage mobile office and see more from behind the scenes. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends. 